podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Hello and welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey, <laughs> Pod three ten. Three ten. Three hundred and ten wow, podcasts. That's, that's amazing. A lot that's amazing. Of, lot that's a lot of pods. A lot of waffle in it. A lot of gift cap. A lot of gift cap. I'm Jim Daly. Joining me this week, I've got James Endicott. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good to see you as always. Thanks, mate. It's all right. Also, the uh, the background of the pod room matches your hair. Oh, <laughs> really? I just noticed. Yeah. Viking gold. Viking gold. Wow. What well, amazing well, it's, al- it's almost a mustard Viking gold, isn't it? Isn't I it don't know. Bit? Anyway. Anyway, moving on. And we've got a special guest. We've got a lot of special guests this season, but this is one of my favourites from previous pods. Please welcome back Troy Townsend. How yes. are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's been I'm a while good. since you've been on. It has. Is this the time when I can start, or do I have to leave that till later? Because I'm a little bit... I'm, no, go. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it <laughs> out there. I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, I was booked in for the... Just after the Liverpool game, you know. Right, yeah. Loads of positivity, and, Absolutely. you know, we Absolutely. lost, but there was a lot to take mm. from that game. And then I got bumped. That's the way I'm going <laughs> to really? put it. I got bumped, you yeah, got I got bumped. bumped. And, um, I don't know. You did, oh, really? Just, wasn't told. It was just say, any chance you could do another one. <laughs> um, and plotted me after the Watford game. Oh, yeah. So yeah. here I am. Uh, I apologise. <laughs> I got my dates mixed up. Uh, but what we thought was, Troy, you know, after a game like that at the week against Watford, we need a real football man to come on and try and dissect that. To discuss that not a lot it. of football. That's great, yeah. Okay. <laughs> try and find some positives, yeah. Troy. Okay, well, look, we are going to move on to the Watford game. Before we do that, we've got admin on top of the pod. Now, we normally ask people to leave us a five-star review, if they can. Mm-hmm. We have been asking people to do it in the style of a Palace player, past mm-hmm. or present. No one's done that this week. <laughs> really? Brilliant. But they've left us some nice reviews, so let's just read out one of them. Al Boss oh. says, The only pod I listen to, listen every week to insightful opinion and knee-slappingly funny banter. <laughs> oh, I like that. Hey! <laughs> uh, when the season Do ends... Do know that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Troy. <laughs> Uh, when the I season know, ends, I'm, I, I'm not too close to you. I'm going to try. Can you two just say that? Sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just miss the football. I also miss my weekly dose of FIP. Keep up, fellas. Thank you, Albos, for his five star review. Um, the live pod, January seventeenth, oh, yes. Friday mm. night in Streatham. Twenty tickets left. Twenty tickets left. So if you want one, be quick because they are getting snapped up. They'd be a perfect be stocking filler, wouldn't they? they would be for you and 19 of your friends uh, I don't have 19 <laughs> friends but if I yes of course I do um, yeah it would be great stocking for I might, I might snap those up actually there you go it's only, only £10 each plus we've got a Palace legend special guest uh, ooh, that night ooh, well, I can't reveal yet but it's ooh, generally going to be a good one I've, I've um, heard rumours yeah, <laughs> I've heard rumours I told you and yes, you, have, uh, actually. <laughs> uh, you can buy them at eventbrite.co.uk um, or from the FIP website and uh, that's it oh no shout out to one of our patrons you ready yep can we get a drum roll for Clarence Gunther. Oh, oh, nice one, Clarence. Great name. Good name, Clarence, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a sort, uh, of, sort of Clar- person you might have supported in the 80s of Loop. <laughs> oh, shut up. Loop. Supporting Clarence Gunther. I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch it, yeah. Um, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. Right. Admin's out the way. Brilliant. Shall we? Troy's looking excited. <laughs> Shall we talk about... He's got so much to say, you know. <laughs> Watford Palace. Yeah, Watford Palace. Well, I mean, there's, there's a big incident we'll come on to. Probably the biggest talking point, which is that, that Wilf yellow card for being fouled, basically, by Cabaselli. Um, but in general, this is a place, Vicarage Road, Troy, where we have struggled in recent years. We've lost, I feel like most times we've been there in the last few Feels years. Feels like it. 
We've got a third clean sheet on the bounce. Mm. Come away with a point against a team who are in transition. Mm. Former Palace legend, actually, as manager, Hayden mm. Mullins. Good to mm-hmm. see him doing yeah. well. So, actually, despite the fact, yes, it wasn't a great game, is it actually a positive point to take away? Yeah, you've got to look at the positive sides. There's no doubt. Um, the clean sheet, considering what's happening in our back line at the moment, um, I don't think we've put the same pairing out, or sorry, the back four for quite a long while now. Um, the injuries in that department as well. And to be fair, we look fairly safe, to be totally honest. Um, always like the partnership with Cahill and Tompkins. That's developing. Yeah. James is getting fitter and fitter, which is important. And Cahill has proved his free transfer worth. Um, you know, Gyro coming in after Slot was injured. Um, and then Martin Kelly. Listen, they all had a few tricky moments. There's no doubt about it. But it's a difficult place to play. Um, and I think all in all, good point. But may we regret getting all three there? Do you know what I mean? If we'd gone for it just a little bit yeah. more, that's my thing. It was, listen, it was an awful game to watch. It was bitty, as you all know, going to Watford is going yeah. to be bitty anyway. But yeah. that bittiness just took over the, the spectacle that's supposed to be, you know, a, a football match. And I know we're not supposed to knock referees, but if you don't mind, I thought he was awful. Um, <laughs> Go on. I, honestly, I thought he was awful. I just think there is definitely a desire to make up for what happened at Arsenal. Um, And that's why I believe Wilf got his book in. I don't think he's got over that, you know, the overturn of that penalty. Um, And he sees Wilf as someone who, you know, is is centre of attraction. And hold on a minute, that's my job. Mm. So I'll be centre of attraction. Really disappointing performance for me. From him, anyway. Um, but, listen, a point you, you can never sniff at an away point, that's for sure. I used to think that Martin Atkinson was one of the best refs in the Premier League. Yet, James, the last yeah. few times we've had him, the Wilf penalty at Arsenal, I get what Troy's saying, but that was such a clear stonewall penalty. I yeah. don't understand yeah. why Atkinson's yeah. trying to overturn anything. There's nothing to return. And, again, this at the weekend, replays show clearly that Cavaselli stuck a leg out and Wilf was just trying to get the ball. It's just that, once again, it's like Wilf being targeted, you know. And, um, you know, Wilf's reputation, whether it's correct or incorrect... Mm precedes him you know most other football fans have a really bad opinion of Wilf that he dies you know uh, we know as fans see him week in week out that he doesn't yes he may have he may have exaggerated uh, you know a few tumbles in the past as do all players let's be honest but um you know Watford hates Palace and Watford really hate Wilf they really hate him for Various games gone past the playoff final and various. Well, they games. hate him for winning a legitimate penalty. In the <coughs> well, yeah, they do. Final. They do. But you know, know what? What for me is, we've had Watford. Was it Troy Deeney come out and say that they've targeted mm. Will? Yes, yeah. bit by bit, rotational yeah. foul, yeah. right? They so, rotational bit foul. by bit, and as an official, I'm not having it that you haven't read that, seen it, or acknowledged mm. that. Mm. The fact that there was this debate on Twitter, um, as there always is, as there always is. But I said, <laughs> didn't see it. Followed the play, uh, turned round, booked Wilf. And that's the way I saw it, because there's an angle that shows that he was following the ball, yeah, mm. but he wasn't looking at Wilf or Cabasali. Mm. So as he's watching the ball go away, he hears a noise, turns round, oh, it must be Wilf, yellow card. Yeah. That, that's... that's that's just for me. That's just embarrassing. That, that's throwing a so, dice and coming up with it's almost like Sunday League referee. Yeah. Troy, Troy, where does VAR come into all this? I mean, I'm sorry to bring it up so early in the pod, but <laughs> surely, surely, <laughs> surely, it's there for such such mistakes. To just one to, half hour. Just one half hour. Know, I'm, don't sorry. Want to talk about. I'm sorry, but it, it's, it can't it's do anything. It can't do anything about it. it no, yellows, yellows can't be rescinded. Um, no, but we did have a yellow rescinded. That, that was because the penalty. So it can look at penalties. Sorry, that's because, yeah, the yeah. penalty right. incident. Okay. So that, that's right. taken away immediately. in isolation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, is that rule 4.1.2489? Well, it's rule yeah. 2965, yeah, exactly. the one that we sneak under the table and yeah. make sure we bring it out when yeah, we're ready. Simple well, look, that. we had a question about that, actually, from Nobby Clark. Who says, Nobby Clark? Hey, Nobby. Brilliant. says, uh, should Palace be asking PGMO, PGMOL, is that the right way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the FA and Atkinson for an explanation and or apology. Pointless. Not what are you going to get? I mean, I remember Wilf, what was he discussing? The game last season where he said, all I'm doing is I'm getting hacked. He came out of a real Hud- big Huddersfield? score at Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then proceeded to have his worst run of form yeah. um, for a long period of time to the point where, again, the fans were questioning his actual desire to be at Crystal yeah. Palace. Mm. Those things you're never going to win. So, actually, you know, it's clear, it's in black and white. There wasn't much talk about it on, well, to be fair, there wasn't no highlights on Match of the Day, no. so <laughs> there wasn't much talk about it. And so, you know what, we've just got to accept that that is, it's not nice, and it's not nice no. for Wilf, because it tallies up his bookings as well. 
But ultimately, you're never going to change the opinion opinions of those. So, you know, we just crack on. I, it wasn't shown on Match Today. It was shown on Goals on Sunday. But I right. think that's mainly because I tweeted Chris Kamara and said, please look at this. Because <laughs> <laughs> BBC can't be bothered. And he said, actually, they, they have more time on Goals on Sunday yes, to look at it. Which is yeah, absolutely fair. And they did. Mm. Um, and what was their opinion? I didn't watch it. <laughs> But apparently, but what what can opinion be other than the fact that it was not a yellow card? You know what it says for me as well. Out of all the highlights that there were, and I'm using all obviously in inverted commas, they focused on the Cahill Troy Deeney as the ball came across right near the end. Do you remember that one where he's he's, and they've looked at that and said it should have been a penalty. Did they? Yeah, Deeney's looked at it and said, you know, what? Why are we not discussing this? But if you're discussing that in the same breath, you have to discuss in yes. the other box, yeah. Cabasali and Zaha, whether yeah. you think it's a penalty or not or whatever. It sort of wrestled him a bit. It wrestled or, him yeah. down and it should be up for grabs. I'm not even sure if VAR was working on Saturday <laughs> or if it was being you. I'm not sure. Yeah. There was nothing on the no, screen. Really? There was okay. no delay in any moment of the play. I don't know. Maybe the guy was having a sandwich. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't believe that VAR was there on Saturday. Well, I'm um, sorry. Obviously, we know that your your boy Andros plays for mm. Palace. What do players get like in this moment? Do they get frustrated by these things, or do they kind of think, do you know what? Nothing we can do about it. Let's just sort of no, crack get, on. Put it this way: it's worked well for us, hasn't it? Up until Liverpool. Yeah. You know the. You know, I was, I was in the stadium at um, West Ham. We believed it was a goal. The longer it took, we thought it was going to get chalked off. Now the players are standing there, twiddling their thumbs, going mm. "do da, do da." But ultimately, it's a goal in the last minute against one of your London rivals yeah. who you love to beat. Yeah. So the lads went and celebrated again, didn't they? So yeah. they because they couldn't celebrate because the linesman put his flag up straight away, didn't sure. he? Sure, yeah. So they celebrated again. So there, it works, doesn't it? It's a momentous thing. It, it's yeah. brilliant. But obviously, Tompkins' um, one getting ruled out is yeah. where it's worked. You knew that we were not going to get all in our favour. Mm. And uh, what can you do? You just have to accept it. it it's, there's nothing more that you can do, to be mm. totally honest. It's, it's in the game. We can discuss it until it we're ain't going away. It, it, it ain't, ain't going, going away. It, 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 it needs tweaking, but it ain't going away. Yeah, but my thing is they're tweaking it during the season. And, yeah. you know, this is costing people points and, mm. and whatever else. So the thing that was brought in to make sure that it was a fair process is now costing teams points or, yeah. or you mm-hmm. know, and that ultimately they're disrespecting the fans. Yeah. They don't give a damn about the fans no, and their experience, no. you know. So, well, I think I think if we're being totally kind of callous about it, I think they do care about one set of fans, and that's the ones, the ones the in watching it at home. Unfortunately, because it, it is a good it is good value for people watching at home. But those in the stadium, is it? I th- I quite like it when the, the rest going over and. I liked it in the World Cup when they were looking at the monitor and then going back and yeah, doing this. Stuff. That was a bit, a bit of drama. Is it what? Because he done a I square? I basically because he did yeah. a square. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Troy, I'm very easily pleased. <laughs> who was the ref who had the ball underneath his arm, whistling his hand, couldn't do the square, just point and then realised that I've got to do a square and done an oval-shaped thing and no one knew what it was. That was only that. last week, I think. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, it just... You know, one of those who wasn't listening, obviously, in all the briefings, so we've done an oval. Oh, I don't know, well, it's I think crazy. doing the rugby, <laughs> I mean, well, let, let's move on to Wilf in general. We've got a question from Sun A, and this is something that I said to my dad and Selzy on the post-match podcast, actually. And he's put, um, do you think Wilf has grown up? I was amazed to see he was kicked to high heaven but didn't lose his rag. Was it payback for Atkinson having to rescind the yellow card for diving uh, in the penalty area of all places? Where do you think Wilf should go if he doesn't stay at Palace? Okay, we'll come to that later. Um, <laughs> but Wilf's reaction, um, he went over to Roy on the sideline, yeah, and it was Roy almost very well. It him. was almost like Roy had said, "If anything happens, come yeah. to me." Yeah. And actually, it looked like oh, Wilf is still getting kicked, you know, all over the place. But he's he's learning just to kind of maybe channel that in different ways. Yeah, I, I thought Roy did well for him. So whatever was done there in terms of whatever happened, it worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah, I often wonder sometimes what his teammates do for him. I think they they appreciate his nature Mm. but actually can they prevent that as well so can they be in the mix Mm. and almost take the pressure away from him but I think ideally the fact that he kept walking away from the situation seeking out his Mm. manager and having a a, you know a quiet word worked well because he still got on the ball he still tried to cause damage he wasn't lost to us no. You know, and, and sometimes. Whereas, whereas maybe a year ago he would have been. Yeah, well, exactly. Saints away exactly. was about a year ago, wasn't yeah. it? And that was exactly that booked for. Well, to be honest with you, he could have gone again. He, he clapped the decision right oh, in front of the referees. Yeah, he clapped oh, the decision. I that. Oh, I take did it all back. No, he clapped that. Yeah. Did he? From the minute he got booked, he clapped straight away. Right. But he didn't persistently clap. Yeah. Right, okay. But he clapped him yeah. rock. 
that one again. That's interesting. Yeah, I right that. in his face. The thing is with Wilf, like we know he's such an explosive talent and he's he's a, a passionate guy. That's always going to be there, isn't it? If you take that away, you lose part of the player. Yeah. You've got to have that emotion. You have to. He plays on emotion, you know, yeah. and you've got to have that because it helps the next stage. Yeah. So uh, whilst you don't condone what he's done, mm. but you have to realise that if, if, you, if you take that away from him as an individual... What else are you taking away from him? And mm. so, listen, all those fans that don't like him, bar none, they'd love to have him playing for them. That's the thing. 100%. Yeah, and, so. what, and what I always find really funny about um, football fans is that they're, they're just booing and harassing our best player, not realising it's just going to make him play better. Oh, but you know, I mean, it's funny. Mm. It's funny. Listen, I we, find it we did it with Jamie Vardy, didn't we? Yeah, of course. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we yeah, did it we with did, Jamie yeah. Vardy and that. When I was watching, I'm saying, what is he doing? Yeah, he's mocking the eagle. Yeah. You know, but we've given him the opportunity to do that, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. You know, ultimately, we've given the Gat lad stick. It's, you know, it's given his missus stick, but it's affecting him. He's not put the ball in the back of the net, and that's his way of choosing to celebrate. Mm. You know, so I mean, I did think that celebration was actually quite funny. Yeah. Um, but it was 2-0 last minute. It wasn't yeah. like a last-minute winner mm. or anything. And Troy's point about the players protecting Wilf. Do you remember there was a photo of um, Damien Delaney a couple of years ago, I think in the Reading FA Cup game. Mm. And uh, I think Seb Fred took this one. And he stood in front of the Reading mm. players like this, hands out, st- yeah. physically stopping <clears throat> them getting to Wilf. Yeah. Mm. And that photo went on Twitter and they were saying, what a brilliant, it wasn't even captain, I think, what a brilliant, sort of ca- almost captainous thing to do. Yeah, captainous, that's we a good don't, word. Thanks, mate. Um, we don't really see much of that, actually, at the moment, do we? We don't see much. We see little bits of it, but not a lot of it. But just on the, a similar point, and again, related to Watford, I remember last season at home against Watford, and Wilf was getting kicked all during the first half at Sellers Park. And he was getting really, really angry at the first... Like, re- It was just about... We were looking at each other going, he's going to do something stupid in a minute. The whistle went. Troy Deeney walked up to Wilf, I remember, put his arm around him and started talking to him, and, like, calming him down. Troy Deeney was calming mm. Wilf really? down. Yeah. Mm. I remember, because I've always... And I was with my wife watching, and she was like, she's like, he's actually all right, Troy, isn't he? Mm. And, you know, he was... All he, Troy's all right. I mean, no, no, <laughs> he is... <laughs> I was oh gosh, yeah. oh, no. there, yeah. dig, I'm digging, I'm digging that hole even further. Troy Deeney Towns, and they're all, oh, I don't know. It's, it's a great name. Have you, have you ever met Helen? <laughs> all right, she's he's had a comeback. Yeah, right, he's had a comeback. Come on, man, I'm on fire today, man. He's doing well. But what I'm saying is, yes, That's and I yeah. think it's, um, I get, you know. Whatever you think about Troy Dini, he's a professional. He's, he's had a he's, he's had a tough life, and he's you know, and he's Watford through and through. And he's a good. I, I think ultimately, I think he's a good person. You know what? And I, and ultimately, it's a rivalry. Yeah. It's them yeah. v us. It's yeah. three points at stake. Yeah. I'm not going to help you whilst I'm trying to get gain this. But the human side of each player will come out at various sure. stages. Yeah. yeah. You know? I actually, to be fair, I used to love it when Glenn Murray was a bit of a sort of Troy Deeney in that sort of wily old pro up mm. front, knew how to mm. win free kicks, and knew mm. how to get on the ref side. Yeah, I used to love it. I loved it when Muzzer did that. Of course, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, right, last few questions in part one. We were talking before the pod about shots on goal. <laughs> so we think I can't remember exactly. Think. I think Palace had. Three shots on goal, one, none of them on target, possibly. Jordan, are you smashing one over the bar late on? Yeah. And I thought we actually could have gone down for a penalty there. Well, actually, there was contact. Yeah. There was contact. The only thing is, I think, if the way that Jordan may have gone down might have taken it out of the equation. Right. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it would have been a natural fall. Yeah. Right, and okay. then looking at that, I think they might have. But, yeah, I mean, failing that, he stayed on his feet and probably should have made at least made the keeper do something, which then you never know what happens from there. Yeah, of but course. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I do like Jordan Ayew. I think he works very hard for us. Mm, but yeah. Watford had, I think it was 13, 12 or 13 shots on goal, four or five on target. So, obviously... I didn't see that many shots. Unless they all came in the five minutes that I'd left. <laughs> I didn't see all those shots. I'm actually going to Google it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not doubting it. No, but well, I didn't. You never know. Honestly, fake news. I'll, I'll be honest. I I didn't either. Um, unless they like the the one at the end where um, the one at the I end. think Gray is through and Guaita comes out and swipes it away. Yeah. Does that count as a? That's not a shot, is it? Okay, so are you ready for this? So Watford, thirteen shots, three on target. Palace, three shots, none on target. Well, I knew Palace had none on target. Yeah. I didn't even know they accumulated three shots, to be honest. But <laughs> 13. That's interesting. Right, that but, you know, but ultimately, we came away with a point. Yeah. And out of the last three games, we've got seven points. And another clean sheet. And another clean sheet. This, this, I hope you don't mind. I'm not veering at all. But this is what I like about this Palace team. You know, we've been through the, the, the six games before. Mm. You know, we took a point against Arsenal. I felt we should have won. We didn't turn up against Chelsea, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. We're very unlucky against Liverpool. 
Man City is Man City all the time. I don't know why, but we respect them far too much at home for at some home. reason. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. at home. Um, what else was there? Doesn't matter. The minute we come back and play, you know, straight away and mm. go, you know, people think, oh, they're under pressure now. They've only had one point in six. We go away to Burnley. We just go and play the way yeah. that we, do you yeah. know what I mean? And get the points. Yeah. You know, and, and now look at Burnley. So all of a sudden, Burnley won the back of two, three nils. Mm. Happy days. We've mm. come there, two nil, professional away performance. Mm. Yeah. Have to do what we have to do against Bournemouth. Yeah. And an unbelievable. Brilliant game. Yeah, brilliant game. Well, there game. was a stat going around Twitter of Palace against the top 10. 1-1, one, one, drawn 5, lost 4 or something. And against the bottom 10, 1-7, drawn 4, lost none. So we are turning into a real sort of proper top 10 slash mid-table team who beats the teams around us mm. and now and then gets a result against it. And that, is that pretty much where we are so as remember, a club? you beat the teams mm. around you. You're stopping them from gaining the points exactly. that you want. Yeah. Simple as that. You know, and then you chance your arm in those other games. Mm. And, you know, we've still gone to Old Trafford and won. We've still gone to the Emirates and taken a point. You know, and, and those teams are going to have to come to, to, to Selhurst. And then we're going to have to do that, you know. Tottenham was probably, for me, was the worst one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just ultimately, I just felt we, we just, we just like, here you go. We didn't turn up enough. Oh, just here you go. And, and I th- that's disappointing because Spurs were vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the only game that any one of the Tottenham fans have said this season that they look like Tottenham yeah. until they got rid of Poch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and actually, the Watford, two, two Watford games last season in the league and the cup at Vicarage Road were actually quite similar to Saturday's game, and we lost both of those, you know, by a goal. Mm-hmm. So we have come away still, like you say, with a point. Yeah, and definitely. A game we could easily oh, have lost. I'd, I'd take that sixth round game back again, just just to get the oh, <laughs> try the fallout. The fallout <laughs> for us on Twitter was particularly bad. Was it, yeah. um, can I just end part one then? Because talking about having a, fewer shots than them and. Lacking creativity. We get questions about Camarasa every week, and I just mm. thought we'll just, we'll just we'll chuck him in now because it does seem relevant actually mm. with that lack of creativity. So, so Nobby Clark is back again. He's, Nobby's having, <laughs> Nobby's having a great old, week. Good old Nobby. He's, as every game passes, the call for creativity in the ball carrier grows loudly. Camarasa fitted both roles at Cardiff yet, yet to make the bench. Uh, am I the only one finds this confusing? And then Adrian Sheriff. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Adrian. Put, when do we expect to see Camarasa get some game time? It just seems like a waste of a loan. And then Andrew Adams has replied saying, who's Victor Camarasa? <laughs> well, yeah, who is he? I mean, <laughs> Would it have been the game for him then, then, James, at the weekend? Possibly. I just think, you know, maybe. I don't know. You need a lot of... In a game like that, you need a lot of steel. You need you to do. get stuck in. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to be too... You want to be creative, but... I mean, but they were there, as Troy alluded to mm. earlier on, they were there for the taking in a sense you know you get him on on the ball doing something special you hand it out to Wilf or to Andros and then things can happen do you know what I mean so interesting I I think that responsibility in terms of that creativeness I mean people look at Wilf and they look at Andros and think oh they're not creating enough but they're not the first stage of the creation the first stage of the creation has to come from or should come from that creative player in the middle of the park Mm. who will get the players on the ball a lot more the the influential players that you want and sorry to keep every time I come on, I talk about Kabai, but that I is love Kibai, the so person fine. who mm. is that creative influence, comfortable on the ball, mm. plays through the lines, can think, find something out wide, right and left, and 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 he will let, allow you to go and play. And then all of a sudden, we'll pop up on the edge of the box as sure, well. Sure, we, I, I don't know if Cameron. Well, listen, I've watched him for Cardiff. Cardiff is a totally different team to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Sometimes we love to judge away from you know coming into Palace, but. There, there, there's obviously something that Roy doesn't see, or it wasn't Roy that brought him in. Yeah, yeah, we've had that debate well, yeah. before. Mm. Just on wingers, though, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think it's quite a tough role being a winger because you're 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 out there on the touchline for 10, 15 minutes, going up and down, waiting for the ball. The ball comes to you. You're expected to do something with it, <laughs> and if you don't, or if you take a bad touch, or the cross goes yeah. out for a goal kick, mm. everyone's like, "This guy's having a mare this weekend." Mm. Mm. And actually, you look back and you might have touched the ball ten times yeah. maybe during the game. N- it more, is difficult. Not enough. Not enough for any winger to mm. to. Have to, you know, sit and wait almost. Do you know what I mean? Whilst doing your defensive duties, yeah. whilst trying to support the the lone striker you've got up there as well. I always like them both, Andros and Wilf, when they go and look for it. Yeah. When they go and find it, and, and when they're hungry, yeah. when they're hungry, Troy yeah. is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a lot that feeds both those players is the hunger. Yeah. And I think any forward running player, but especially at Palace with those two wings, those, those two need it. Yeah. They they need yeah. that hunger. They need to right. Come on, then. But then they get criticised because if they do pick it up in central areas and start popping it about, and then the play mm. finds itself out wide, mm. where are they? 
Yeah. Particularly Andros, because, like, where is it? Where, where, yeah. Why is he not out there? Yeah. Or did you not see that he was involved in a little bit of play inside yeah. that's actually created a situation for us to go outside? Yeah. And personally, I think that's where we've missed Wambasaka a lot. Because he no. picks up, he picked up that, and that's not been disrespectful to Joe Ward at all. No, who's no. been brilliant, yeah. and it's not been disrespectful to Kelly. But Wambasaka obviously lends himself perfectly to creating that option sure. as Andros tucked in to be to be versatile enough to go out there, and that was the basis of his game, getting better going forward. I saw, I watched the uh, United City derby at the weekend on the TV, and was watching uh, Wambasaka, and there was especially that first half when United were. Almost unplayable. A lot of the balls were going through him, we're going through him. and he was—you could see he was just always looking. Now that pass didn't work every time, but he's yeah, constantly yeah, looking yeah. forward, exactly. looking, looking for that little ball exactly. through, that little move all the time. That's the pushing next stage. Forward, of, I, I don't want to harp on about him too much here, but that's the next stage of his career: is develop mm. the yeah. perfection as such of being a, a forward right back. Yeah. You know, a, a forward thinking right back that has the qualities. But that's the reason why he didn't make it as a winger. Yes, mm. of course. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we ha- we have to give and yeah. take a little bit. Yeah. He marks Sterling out of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, Man United fans now think that he's only been a footballer since he joined Man United. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> and I had to put something out on Twitter the other day, you know, because they said, oh, he's developing into the world's best. Right. You do realise he played a lot of football before then, you know, yeah. marking Rashford out, marking Hazard out, marking yeah. the yeah, just, just, just a little small thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but that's, For sorry, whatever. that's, yeah, so that was just that. Fickle football if, fans, how weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know one or two. That's <laughs> um, But yeah, that's just that little creative element of those two when they come inside and, the option then of who I think Van Arnholt does it obviously yeah, outside on the left hand yeah. side you can't knock that yeah. um, although his end product could be a lot better um, Slop obviously would look to do that but I think he he doesn't do the defensive side of it in the same manner so actually we've got little bits of something in, yeah. in all of them do you know yeah. what I mean sure. um, but we, we're not here to knock because ultimately we are where we are because I think that we've had a really good and positive and strong start to the season we have yeah I remember lo- last time you came on we were talking about Andros and you said I've said to him he needs to Score some more goals, <laughs> deliver more. Come and, on, son. and then he went on a run <laughs> of about five goals in nothing five to, games. Nothing to do, <laughs> no, nothing to do with me. I'm not taking any credit oh, for that. Come on. Because people are now saying, well, he's only got one this season. <laughs> one. So, do you know what I mean? So, if I take the credit for that, I have to take the knocking for this as well. But no, he listen, he was in a good vein of form at the time. Yeah. He was, again, probably struggling a little bit in terms of creative output, but doing his job for the team. Mm. Um, and with him, one flies in and that's him, he's away, you yeah, know, and yeah. obviously the nature of the Burnley goal first before the City goal last year yeah. meant that you thought, oh, these things yeah. coming off my foot really well, you know, yeah, it's one working. of those, you know, so he, he could do with one of those again now, no doubt, just to try and get him into that. Next part, which is the well, end let's, well, yeah, exactly. well, let's just hope he does it on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be nice. Really that nice. would be I think nice. That's the one it? that's missing. Yeah. Just, That'll just, just to let you know, uh, dear listener, uh, Troy's got a big smile on his face at the thought of that. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. All it would be, though, is I know that I couldn't celebrate because somewhere along the line, someone's going to go like yeah. that. VAR. We're now going to the VAR box, so we no. delay our celebration. But yeah, let's hope next week we lovely. can have our first pod of the season when we don't talk about VAR. Um, <laughs> right. Good stuff. After the break we're going to discuss an article from our sponsors the athletic it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from penfed that's zero atm fees zero balance requirements and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Right, welcome back to the Five Plan Podcast. Oh, already? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was yeah. some break. That, that was a break. Wow. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I really did. Yeah, yeah, I feel refreshed. <laughs> So refreshed, Troy. I don't know about you, mate. Um, listen, I'm, I'm on it. I we didn't need the break, to be oh, honest. Why you, guys look, you guys look refreshed, actually. You look, you look great. Um, right, so part two is where we discuss an article from our supporters, The Athletic. I don't need to really describe them anymore, but I'm going to because I'm legally obliged to. <laughs> 
They're a world-class team of writers covering every club, including the best covered at Crystal Palace, subscription-based website and app, and they're completely ad-free. No ads, no annoying pop-ups, just brilliant articles. Welcome to the new home of football writing. And if you visit the Athletic forward slash... Sorry. And if you visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash FYP, you can get a 30-day free trial and receive 50% off your yearly subscription. Now, this week's article is by the legendary Dom Firefield. Hey. And it's about Jaro Riedewald, oh. who came on at half-time Jaro. at uh, Watford. It's called 22 months on from his last Premier League start. 22? Wow. Yeah. Riedewald's time is now. It's a really interesting article, as Dom's are, of course. And uh, in it, he talks about the time when Riedewald nearly went out on loan, or potentially mm. um, permanently, to Germany, mm. um, and then didn't, and came back. And Dom says, uh, in truth, Riedewald has impressed in the period since. Not in terms of first-team outings, which prior to Watford had been limited to a stint at left-back, as Palace slipped meekly out of the Carabao Cup and penalties to Colchester, don't remind us, Dom. Um, <laughs> but certainly in terms of attitude. And he's got a quote from Hodgson, which I'm, think, I'm guessing was from after the game at the weekend. Of course he's been frustrated, but he's been a superb professional, Hodgson tells the Athletic. He comes in all the time, gets on with his work, never ever complains. He doesn't sulk or show he's particularly unhappy. But of course he's frustrated, as anyone would be. As a manager, that's exactly what you want, isn't it, from your players that are not playing? (laughs) (laughs) I love the positivity around that. Um, You know, if you haven't played football for that period of time, there's an element of you that is absolutely not happy. Um, whether, it, to be. whether it's not happy with the club, whether it's not happy with the manager, whether at moments you're not yourself the way that people think that you should be, you're not playing football. And ultimately, why are you in here to play football? That, yeah. It's like those that say, oh, they're just picking up their money. Picking up what money? To do what? Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I like him. I, I, obviously, he came in under the ball and, you know, he's a centre-back and he's one of those Dutch centre-backs that you can look at and go, oh, brilliant player, huh? <laughs> um, good on the ball. Good on the ball, yeah. Um, and I think he showed that on Saturday, to be honest. And yeah. he's, he's a parent. We were kind of surprised because I think it was my daughter or a friend behind me that said, he's run in, Gyro's run in. So I said, yeah, so? Yeah. Uh, you know, because you kind of do, don't you? Yeah, we yeah. Haven't seen it. And then they said, no, 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 he's running. Someone came to get him. So we're now going, oh, OK, who's he coming on for? What's this? Can he play left back? Can he play centre mid? Is he going to play centre back? Yeah. And then obviously as they come out, we start picking, you know, looking at the numbers and say, well, he's got to be slot. He's left yeah. back. Yeah. And there was no worry at all about how he would approach that situation because, listen, he's a professional footballer. He's waiting for a chance. He's not going to want to go out there and absolutely flop. Yeah. You know, he's tidy on the ball. He's up against the player. He's probably better than Slop to be up against Saar, to be honest. Um, quick, quick player, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you know, he, he blocked out a couple of angles that they were trying to find Saar as well and set us off mm. in terms of how we were playing. So I thought, you know, considering he'd been out for such a long period of time, I thought very mature performance. Um, and and obviously may have to continue in that vein um, with the lads out injured, but he's he's not going to let you down. I don't think we're ever going to question him. He may make the odd mistake because maybe he's not truly match ready, Mm. and I think fans have to appreciate that. Mm. Not saying that they will, but they have to. (laughs) Um, But he's definitely he's a a good lad. He's a worth he's He's a squad player. Yeah, exactly. And it's good that we saw that on the weekend. Yeah, because it gives. We often talk on here about you know the lack of depth we've got and what happens if we get a couple of injuries. And you know, was it last week when we didn't have we had this mad makeshift back four just ah oh, but it proves that with Jara coming in you know the, the players can fit together they can yeah, make it work they can make it work people say mad yeah. makeshift back four but well, that's there's no young players in there and where you're thinking this is a risk Kelly's played how many games at right back yeah. um, you know Sacco came in for Cahill Dan came in for Cahill. Dan mm. gets injured. Sacco's back starting. Sacco gets sent off. Mm. Van Arnholt gets injured. Slop drops back none of them are like haven't got the Premier League experience. True, you know what but I mean? it's not it's not a four that would play together regularly, I guess. You know? Oh, but you've got maybe, to think maybe. about that in training or yeah. whatever else they, they would have played and, and when they're in training they're up against really good forward thinking mm. players. Yeah. So yeah. they can't like treat it mm. in any way but like You're so reasonable Troy. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's too reasonable for my liking actually. Where's the anger? Let's where's get some where's controversy the bitter, in where's here. the bitterness? Where's the anger? Why are you shouting at me? Well, <laughs> too it, reasonable, too nice he Troy. He didn't let me on again against Liverpool, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> this, this was my Liverpool talk, you know? <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it was a difficult game to come on to, actually. You know, Watford away, we, as you said, no, no, they're bitty games. So actually, I think he deserves credit for that, because it's, 
it was fiery. You know, there was a lot of atmosphere in there. And to come on and play pretty was well... It? <laughs> Maybe I, not atmosphere, that's the wrong I way. Think but it, it was, it was a, yeah. a bitty game. I think it goes back to something we, we t- uh, I, I know I touched upon last week. It's about the team spirit and about they the re- really feel as though we've got that everybody within the club seems to be working really well together at the moment. And I try, you know, we're talking about those five games where we just got the one point, we're playing all the big teams in inverted yeah, commas. Yeah. And and we came back, we've had three clean sheets, we got seven points out of a possible nine. And the, the, there seems to be a really good feeling amongst the squad. And I think the gaming is. Bournemouth really brought that together, yeah. you know, and we all came yeah. together. So I think that obviously extends beyond the 11 that are on the pitch. It goes to the people on the bench. So you bring us to that giant, and he's fitting in fine because he knows, you know, it's it's fine because, as you said, they, they'll, they'll, they'll train all these different positions. The thing is, day if, in, day out. if you have any cracks yeah. in your squad, that Bournemouth game would have tested it. Yes. yes you know, exactly. that would have tested yeah. it. That would have said to people, oh, they're not together, they're, they're all over the place. But actually, I think that showed a lot of people actually how galvanised this squad is exactly. and how they yep. want to work for each other. Totally and, and, you know, ultimately we got the... Listen, Bournemouth were awful. Yeah. Hmm. But they're playing 10 men. But that, that Bournemouth game is probably one of the reasons why we got the point at Watford. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, because right. you know, they, yeah. they all came through that and felt, you know, absolutely charged. Chests out, come on, yeah. we're doing this. The yeah, team, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Watford, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. They're getting battered here then everywhere. The crowd's on your back, but yet you come away with a, a point thing. Yeah, and now, you know, and that leads you into the That's next right. game. That's right, yeah. Yeah, oh, as we said before, a very important run of games for us over the festive period. Dom ends his article by saying, in terms of options for Palace at left-back, coming up it's hard to see Palace having any other option than Gyro and that leads me on to Michael Hilsden 83 who says is this finally the rise of Riedewald the rise of Riedewald sounds like a Netflix documentary (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but could it be because we we get a lot of questions about Gyro on this podcast we've finally now seen him in the Premier League putting a decent 45 is it a chance for him to kick on the problem with us is us all we judge too quick so we make a, 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 a judgment. After 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, pundits do it as well. well of course yeah. they you do, know, absolutely. He's back. He's played 45 minutes. Yeah. Or, you know, a centre forward who scored. He's now back on the goal scoring trail. <laughs> you know, after yeah. one game and then he doesn't score for another 10 and they forget yeah. the words that they've used. Yeah. So let's let's tread carefully. He, he's come through 45 minutes. He's going to have an incredible testing game on Monday night, you know, if, he, if he's in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, away at Newcastle, at home to West Ham, Southampton, I think, after after that, my knowledge is good. Yeah. You are good. Um, I'm impressed. Yeah. It, it, so let's not, whilst we're pleased, hmm. and, and let's continue to show the same support as he goes through a yeah. couple of difficult games as well, that will test him as much as what the Watford game will be. Yeah. I think he is the last call in terms of <laughs> left back. Right. So you have to realise where he is in, in the stop. Yeah, in the order, but yeah, he yeah. could do himself a lot of good by coming yeah. through these games and ultimately give Roy and, and the staff a decision when the other guys are, are back and ready. And also, and as we know, we, he can play in multiple positions. He has played, he's played centre mid for centre us. Mid. I don't think he's played centre back. For, oh, he has actually. I think possibly away at West Brom in yeah. the cup when I think Andros got a couple of those bangers. I think he was playing centre back in that, but he's obviously got options he can do for us. And I yeah. think this, these kind of questions from Michael, they come from, do come from a place of support because people actually, they can appreciate Jaro as a good player. I think, oh, absolutely, and they yeah. want to see him do well in this mm. team. In a team that doesn't, you know, we talked about creativity and stuff. I think a player like Jaro, who is good on the ball and used it well on Saturday, could actually, you know, add something to this team. Well, without a doubt, you know, I think you, we're always looking at our, our players and our squad to try and find that bit of creativity. And also just, you, you, you want to see players who are doing well for the team. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's what he did, you know, yeah. that's what he did. He, you know, there's been times, say, with Max Meyer when he's come on, he's been totally ineffectual for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and, and the fans get annoyed and there's other substitutions. But I think he did so well on at, at, at the weekend and, as Troy said, you know, didn't do his... Um, didn't do any any uh, harm to yeah. his reputation at mm. all. In fact, it was only positive. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Okay, well, you can read the article by Dom uh, called "22 Months On from His Last Premier League Start." Vida Val's time is now at the Athletic, and if you visit theathletic.co.uk/fyp, you can get 30-day free trial and receive 50% off your yearly subscription. After the break, we've got questions from our listeners. Uh, welcome back to the Folk Plan Podcast. Hey! 
Another well, great break that was. Know, was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Troy only comes it. on for the break. <laughs> I feel invigorated you to do, go through looking, the next you're part. You're looking good, yeah. mate. You're looking good. <laughs> okay, we've got a lot of questions from our listeners. I'm going to try and answer as many as possible, but apologies in advance. Anyone that doesn't get a question asked. Um, Matt Buckland. Hello, Matt. Who is one of our patrons on the Jason. Oh, hello, the, Matt. He's on the Jason part. He only gets yeah, a yeah. hello if he's yeah, a patron. He gets, he's yeah, a patron. Yeah. I, I, better, <laughs> yeah, I better step up. He's on our Jason Punching tier, which is $5 a month, and it's part of our WhatsApp club, um, wow. which is a lot of fun. He says, what was more important, the Bournemouth win or the Watford draw? Well, I don't think one would have happened without the other. Yeah, I think To be honest, yeah. I think I just answered that earlier on. I think I, think I would say the Bournemouth... The Bournemouth win because it, I, you know, not that it's a turning point of the season, but it showed not just the team, but it showed the fans and everybody around the club what this team is capable of when they're completely under pressure in terms of we're down to 10 men after 20 minutes. Mm. And I think, I don't think Watford, the result of Watford would have happened without the result at home against Bournemouth. Enough said. Great night. Fans were amazing. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, they realised that the team needed them. Yeah. You know, and really came good. We were really the 11th man. <laughs> See what I did there, Troy. <laughs> See what I did there, mate. We were the 11th man. After 20 give, minutes. Give him. Give him. Hey, give him. Yeah, 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 well yeah, give done, JD. How slow were you? Wake up. And uh, <laughs> Jim Daly, the comedian in the corner. <laughs> I'm sleep deprived. Oh, why was looking at you like He's that? looking like I was mad. I was going, 12, mate. Is 11, is 11 players on a... You've watched football long enough. <laughs> Very good. It's very good. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. At last. All right. Oh, my God. Um, let's just, uh, I have a 11 week old baby. Um, next question is from Ian Knight. Hi, Ian. He put the thir- so the 39 points by 8 pm on the 1st of January, which is what he tweeted about us last week. That dream went out the window. Anyway, my question is why do I hate Watford so much? <laughs> I've already got a list of reasons just looking for inspiration. And James Wright 90 also said, Does anyone like Watford? Um, <laughs> He's looking for inspiration as to why he hates them. <laughs> yeah, Correct, yeah. yeah. You, uh, uh, listen, if he was at the game on Saturday, if he was at the previous game, if he was at the game before that, if he was at the game before that, <laughs> there is enough reasons, enough reasons <laughs> in terms of uh, just why you would. Uh, like I said to you, their approach to Palace is horrible. It's mm. I remember Sam Sam's first ga- yeah, second game, first, first game. game. away 1-1. Yep. Yeah. Um, thought we should have won it. Goodbye yeah. scored. Great goal. Benteke missed the penalty. Benteke missed the penalty. Yeah. Troy Deeney scored the penalty. Yeah. We played some football that day. Mm. You know, everyone was like, oh, Sam, looks like he could, you know. But yeah. I've not seen much football, to be fair. They did us 2-1 at our place, didn't they, last year? Yeah. And they played well. Yeah. They played well. They took the goals well. Um, it's more what happens. For me, it's more what happens at Vicarage Road. Yeah. I yeah. think there's a fear in them when, they, when we come to Vicarage I Road. Agreed. And so it's like... This is it. Let's get let let's yeah. stop them at any you know. Let's just stop them. How Kapui got away with his horrendous tackle last year? Yeah, you know on Wilf. I'll never know. In a red card, simple as that. Referee's right on top of it. I don't know what he's looking at, and that bitterness has just grown throughout those games. So, yeah. if you want any reason, just go and watch some of your vids back. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a really fair point about them being fearful of Palace. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. a classic football tactic. That if you're scared of a team, what do you do? You kick lumps. You kick lumps yeah. It happens at Sunday League. It happens at Premier League. It's yeah. just embarrassing that they're at home and they do it. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And they have, they have an okay team. They got they got players that can play. They're forward players. They're decent. Yeah. You know, mm. but they, they kick lumps out of us, yeah. and, it, and it's a fear. It is a fear. It is a fear. Um, Anton Budchev 10 has left that. us a question in what looks like kind of like sort of Russian characters. Nice. Um, we'll take I, that. I put it through translate, translation, it just yep. says, what the hell? <laughs> Brilliant. So, what the hell? What yep. the hell? Don't know what, what, mean, what related, the hell? Don't know. Don't know what it's related to, but Anton... Anton, we hope, we, hope, you we hope you're okay. We hope you're okay, Anton. Right. Great question, Anton. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Maybe he's talking about Watford's tactics. Yeah, against. yeah, probably right, so which we've explained, yeah. <laughs> Matt Paul IG. Hi, IG. Says, why is Vicente Guaita so underrated by neutral fans? And Crispin Chapel, great name, says, how many points do you think Guaita will make or save us this season? He's underrated because he plays for Crystal Palace. Good full point. stop. Yeah. Absolutely full stop. Yeah. I love him to bits. Yeah. There's no there's no flashiness about him where I actually think... Well, what about that pink kit? That's pretty flashy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Well, if, he, if, 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 that. if that was his decision, then yes. Um, That's well I, flashy I, I in my just, book. Yeah, I just think, what a top goalkeeper. What yeah. a top goalkeeper. Yeah. Like, it's, I, don't, I, don't wanna, I hate to be too critical, as you know. The Arsenal game, when we conceded those goals from the corners and we looked... All over the place yeah. at yeah. every corner. Yeah. 
I'm not sure we would have with, with him in goal. Um, I think there's a presence there now that the defenders around also are kind of like, yeah, okay, we know yeah. our keeper's here, you know, and if we need to, we'll 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 do the next bit. You know, we we conceded some listen, we conceded horrible goals against Liverpool as well, which is probably more frustrating. But it just seems like he he breeds confidence, yeah, and that they actually they know what he's going to do when he's going to do it. You know, his kicking was a bit array on on Sat was it Saturday or Tuesday. But I don't think we should hold that against him. He's pulled off saves and crucial saves in, mm. in like periods of time right near the death of games as well. So I listen, no one knew much about him when he came in, but definitely Palace fans know about him now and, and like I said, I think just for playing for Palace means that he's underrated anyway. Which yeah. is fine in my fine book. Bios. I'm fine yeah. our players being underrated because, yeah. you know, without a doubt it's I'd, I'd much rather be that than overinflated. I remember yeah. his I've, Potentially his first game, first start for us, Leicester at home last season, maybe one of his first few games, and he pulled off that brilliant fingertip save from, from Vardy, Vardy. Mm. right at the death, and then kiss, kissed save. the post or something, didn't he, yeah. afterwards? Did it hit the post, yes. Yeah, fingertip save back hit the him. post and came back to him. Absolutely amazing save. But he's got that little bit of, you know, they say goalkeepers are a bit a bit mad. He's mm. got that little bit of sort of character about him, doesn't he? He doesn't show it, though. For me, in terms... I don't know, am I getting it wrong? Just, just now and then, like, hugging the post. Just the way he sort of... When he picks the ball up and he runs, he runs and then he comes back. And he just he just seems a little he's bit frantic. He's got a bit of energy about it. Yeah, he's got this yeah. real sort of frantic energy about it. It's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But just, and, and you know, I, I joked about the uh, the pink outfit earlier yeah. on. But that in itself is just quite it's quite bonkers. It fits, it fits my, in that, my, it? my yeah. wife sent me a text the other day. She was watching the game. I think it was the Bournemouth game when she wasn't there. She was watching it on the telly. She sent me messages halfway through the game saying. Um, why is our keeper wearing pink? It really doesn't go with red and blue. <laughs> <laughs> I said exactly that's the whole exactly, reason. I like that. Point. That's the whole yeah, point because yeah, yeah. it's just gay. <laughs> it's mad Spaniard running yeah, at you. It's top brilliant. goalkeeper, and you tell, yeah, like fantastic. I said, you can tell the you can tell the the, the kind of wealth of a goalkeeper when the players around him yeah. you know. it seems that the players around him have got confidence in yeah, well, yeah. that's it that, that's which it, yeah. you know and as, as you said it all you know as we all know about football we talk about it it all starts at the back you know yeah. it builds forward, forward 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 so if you've got that with your keeper to go to your back four da, 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 and then all yeah. right and then and then Europe here we come yeah. it's, really, it's really quite simple Troy football's a simple game man. it is it's that really simple. simple you just need a goalkeeper a pink shirt then you win the Champions League so, I, can't, I can't believe we've, we've hit on the secret of football no, just realise it. Eh? Here we are, this basement in Soho. I told we you realized. that break was vital just now. Didn't it? It kind of ping. It's just, it's just come. It's just there. It's like total light bulb moments. Right? Total light bulb moments. I'm on it. I'm we on shouldn't it. be sharing this with other people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, well, listen, it hasn't it gone now. out yet. Yeah. It hasn't gone out. I'll cut all that. <laughs> Can you cut all that? I'll cut all that. Cut we don't want other people finding out. I don't want other people sneaking in, mate. Speaking of other people <laughs> taking things from Palace. Yeah, go on. You know, like this thing. Chelsea's transfer ban has been overturned, and we've had a few questions. People oh, about yeah. Wilf, as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. SF79SF. Right. You need a new handle, mate. That's not very catchy. Said, um, will trans- Chelsea transfer ban be overturned? See the end of Wilf's current stay at Palace? And if so, do the pod gang, pod gang uh, think we could survive the season without him if we didn't sign anyone to replace him in the summer? And Dave Manley, who's one of our patrons, says, uh, Hi, get- Dave. <laughs> Hi Dave. Hi Dave. Do we take our current strong position as the best time to let Wilf leave and learn to play with him uh, for half a season while hoping, uh, having already done enough, or do we insist he stays another window just to see how high we can come? And then he's put the dice emoji, which I'm guessing sort of rolling oh, the oh, dice. Oh, very clever. I think, I think I can tell from both your reactions there that the answer is keep Wilf at all costs. But with this transfer ban being overturned, Troy, there is now that that risk and that rumour is going to return, isn't it? Listen, the rumour's already returned. So um, (laughs) the Chelsea ban, it's funny because it's funny how many people knew about the ban was being overturned before it was overturned because Mm -hmm. all of a sudden these articles start to come out and then Wilf starts to get linked. And then lo and behold, the ban is lifted. Oh, what a surprise. Do you know what I mean? So I don't see how it... To be fair, I can see them going for him. I don't see how it fits because it impacts on Callum Hudson-Odoi. Yeah. Um, Wilf's... Not the same player on the right-hand side. Not sure Hudson Odoi is as well. Um, so why would you bring someone in that's almost the same mm. and you're not really playing unless you don't see Hudson Odoi as that player at the moment? But then why would you fight so hard mm. to keep him? Um, and with the rumours of Wilf being spread now by this agent, um, who's obviously linked to Lukaku, um, so has Wilf got, his, Wilf got a new agent now. Listen. He's spreading rumours. Right, that okay. kind of says to me right, okay. that... He might be his you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, 
although I still believe that he's at USM um, contractually. Mm. But I say you don't spread rumours about someone else's player unless you've got something to yeah. do with it. So yeah. that could be the turning point in terms of, you know, he sees him as a, a, a commodity, obviously, yeah. a commodity that he wants to earn off of. Well, and Wolf has got a big reputation. Obviously, he's massive, cool. in, my, in my opinion, possibly our best ever player. Actually, no, genuinely our best yeah. ever player. Mm-hmm. And he's, we know how important he is to Palace, but you're, that's always going to happen then. Even if he stays this window, he's stays the next window, that's going to continue. He's really important to Palace, but we also love Wilf as an individual. And, mm. you know, if he feels the need to go to further his career, he will go with all our blessing. Of course he will. Personally, I don't think he'll go until the summer, if he's going to go at all. Yeah. Um, I just think, you know, he, look, we're, we're, I wouldn't say we're sitting pretty, but, you know, we're doing all right at the moment. And he's, he's you know, he's really coming into his own this season. He's starting to really pull performances out of the bag. And, and he's, he's our talisman. And I think he likes that yeah. pressure, you know. Um, I've said this so many times. You know, I feel like a stuck record. 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 <laughs> The only way people will know that you're not is because we laughed as you started it. So, why is that my favourite thing you've ever done on the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Troy, over to you because you've got a lot more inside information than we have. Because you, 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 reg- you regularly have fish fingers and chips with Will Sarr. <laughs> From what I've heard, I think that could be the second. Yeah. Um, no, Listen, I'd, I'd be disappointed if he chose January to go because I don't think that leaves you with any... Mm. It doesn't leave you with the time to do business in the right way. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it may upset the fans a little bit. Yeah. Listen, I think they're open to him leaving. Yeah. Well, in well, terms so, of, we, yeah. you know, he's done what we he's done. Yeah. yeah. But I think January might be the upsetting one. Definitely. Summer would be the one we think, well, at least now, we've, you know, if we cannot put something in place to make sure that we don't miss Wilf, mm. and I'm not saying... In the same way that we didn't miss wan you mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I, do you know what I'm saying? Fair, yeah. that. It's a fair point, you I know? Said, it's, I mean, you know, yeah. as fans, you're a fan as much as, yeah. any, as, as we are in this room, mm. you know, why didn't we? You know, you were saying yourself, we're missing Wan Bissaka earlier yeah, on. Yeah, we are missing yeah, him. We are missing that. him. And I think so why wasn't he replaced? And therefore, if Wilf does go, who's to say he's going to get replaced? Yeah, yeah. who's to say that? So Nobody. With the, with the, there is, there's no precedent. I think you're right. I mean, Wan Bissaka. Great. Listen, I didn't think it was the right time for him to go, but it I doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, who yeah. am I in the grand scheme of things? And we have missed him. I, there's no denying that. And I think. Like I said, this is not being disrespectful no, to no, the absolutely. players that have played in no, that absolutely. position because they've done incredibly well as well. I don't think anybody thinks you are, but it's, it's no, interesting but just what because you, think. you do get the odd one or two, then yeah, start well. to you know, um, and they still will do it anyway. But yeah, there's my disclaimer. <laughs> um, Wilf, yeah, you'd they'd have to, wouldn't they? You yeah. cannot, you you yeah. cannot. Yeah. We, we've always said we still need another forward. We've said we need someone who actually will challenge Wilf and will challenge Andros. So ultimately you can't get Wilf go and not let Wilf go and not bring that person, mm. whoever that may be, or two yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. I think minimum, um, yeah. And there are a few targets out there that I think that the club are, are, are looking at and could be quite exciting for mm. the fans, you know, mm. to, to, to try and get new heroes and to try mm. and bring us on in a in a slightly different way. So yeah, January would be disappointing. Yeah, I agree. Summer would be understandable, yeah. like last summer was kind of understandable yeah. if he did go, you know. But then it took a different turn, and probably that was a disappointing element of that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's And we've talked about the, the not replacing Wan Bissaka a lot on this podcast, oh. and it has it has it has been frustrating. And it's very interesting what you're saying earlier about him being yeah. useful for the guys uh, down the wing. Um, really quickly on January, a couple more people. Jacqueline and Hart have said now Chelsea can buy again. Any chance of getting the Batman back? I would really love to see him put three past Watford at home. <laughs> Someone else hates Watford. <laughs> and there's a theme. There's a theme. <laughs> and then uh, Mark Zaz put any truth from the Fabio Barini rumours. Please, God, no. I think we'd all be happy with Batshuayi back again. He was such yeah, a success last yeah. season. He was a success. Really fitted into the squad. But is, the he, is he not playing on a regular basis no. for Chelsea? Well, no, Tammy Abrahams. Tammy Abrahams yeah. is. The other day, so Bats has been coming on for him. Right. But then the other day, when Tammy was injured, Giroud started. Yeah. Right, okay. So what does that say to him? You know, yeah. they only play with one up top. Tammy is the one putting the ball in the back of the net, so obviously favoured. Everyone else has just got to take a backward seat. Right, and okay. I'd love to see him back. We obviously have a great relationship with Chelsea, which could work in a positive yeah. and a negative yeah. way in terms yeah. of the fans and what they think. But, I, you know, it's just just the presence of a centre-forward like that and someone with the knowing where the goal is as well. And yeah. again, and also as an individual, he seemed, you know, from a fan's point of view, he seemed to really fit in yeah, with, yeah, with, with yeah. the rest of the, the, 
the team, they, they all felt... Yeah, felt listen, really he has his moments like everybody of does course, as well. And there were periods course, of time, yeah. you know, he's offside quite a lot and he has to manage that side of his game as well as. But we could sell his, his enthusiasm never waned while he was here mm. and it was a very positive loan. Yeah, totally. And it'd be something that, yeah, we'd, if we could transfer that into a into a permanent, then that would be really good for us. Mm. I'd love to see him back. Um Last couple of questions. Jason Hughes Hi, Jason. says, with Roy's seeming unwillingness to change from plan A tactics after two years in charge, do you think he's starting to work on a five-year plan B? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just to get the pun out. Yeah, very good, yeah. Very good. <laughs> Brilliant. 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 Yes, yeah, no, no, yeah, face. just got it. Just got it, yeah. Just got it, <laughs> well. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> the comedy is just yeah. everywhere today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Sorry. Um, all right, final question then. From, <laughs> thanks, Jason. Uh, from Terry Lamport. Hi, Terry. Says, are we on course? Yeah, I should this be saying weird. hi to everyone, no, really, shouldn't It's just rude, I, isn't I, it? I, it's yeah, all right. It's I think, I think people understand you're not a regular. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it, Troy. You can go on Twitter later and just say hello to them all yeah, exactly, individually. Yeah. I'm um, really sorry. <laughs> Terry, now, we talked about this off air, actually, Troy, before the pod. Terry Lamport said... And this is a good way to sort of wrap up, basically, talking about the last few games. Are we on course for our best season ever? Because, actually, we, we talk about the frustrations... In, in, the, in, in the Premier League, you're talking. Well, yeah. yeah but that would be yeah. anyway, by default, wouldn't it? Because, well... <laughs> it sure, it, started, it, a, season, a good season in the Premier League is, by default, better than a season in the Championship. No, I thought you... No, but, isn't it? Anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we, we were second. <laughs> sorry, we're second sorry. In, yeah? I forgot that football didn't, wasn't invented yeah, in 1992. Football, yeah, sorry. football... It's that one. Yeah, it's that one. It's that old one. Yeah, we were second. Do you remember that? The balls were a bit different. I do. It was in about 1991 or 1991. But there was still football. There was still football. And it wasn't the Stone Age. I, I apologise. Okay. <laughs> absolutely fine, JD. Absolutely fine. We all make mistakes. You're not the only one, by the way. <laughs> no, you're not yeah. the only one who thinks football started in 1992. Well, my first Palace game was, was 1st of January 92. Oh, so. get on with it. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's shocking. Home, home to Notts County, 1-0 win. Can you guess, well, who's, was can that you guess 1887? Can you guess who scored? No, I can't. Marco Gabbiadini got his first goal. Really? Oh, Marco. Marco Gabbiadini. Wow. Yeah, I was there for that. Anyway... Uh, Troy, <laughs> there's a bit of knowledge that you really there you didn't go. Didn't really you've want. You've learned. You've, <laughs> learned, you've, <laughs> learned, yeah. you've learned something about me that you didn't want to know. Yeah, um, are we on course for our best ever season? Because actually, stats-wise, you know, we're look, this is looking good. I hate this stats thing. Do you know that? Um, <laughs> Do you really hate stats? Because I hate them as well. <laughs> I hate them. They're rubbish. Really? People say, "Oh, compared to this and compared, you know, and we didn't pick up a point at Watford last year, so we're one point better off." And all that stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if Roy keeps. And the players obviously keep delivering in the manner that they are. 22 points at this stage is great. Um, you know, people are talking about... And I understand why people talk about Sheffield United and say what a great season they're having because it's their first season in the league. Mm. But we're on the same points as them. Mm. You know, people were disappointed when we went away to Sheffield United and, well, disappointed. They outraged at the 1-0 loss at Sheffield United because there was no respect on their name at that stage. And now yeah. there is the respect. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, if we can't accumulate... Sorry, what's the, the best total we've had 48 49 which 49, I think 49, was, la- was last, last season, season yeah. 49 if that's we, so long so it's 27 points yeah that's all we're off and 27, 27 points. points we've already got 22 22 that means we only need five more he is proper coming. He's not even interested. He's not even. He's not even. He's double checking. Yeah, he's forty-nine. He's Hopefully, the listeners got that. Yeah, joke. We would have the. We would have to go right off the boil. Yeah, for me. Yeah, but with these games coming up, you know, these this festive run. Yeah, but we've had festive runs before, and you know, it's not the first time there's a festive run. Just ran about this time last year <laughs> <laughs> if I remember rightly didn't the year before as well. yeah. maybe yeah right around about the same there. time weird um, <laughs> football's weird isn't it obviously you're kind of oh, oh. trying to hold it together as these two sorry I'm having up. an absolute mare yeah. today I'm having a, my worst performance of the season can we go back to the pod yeah is that okay <laughs> sorry there's oh, me God. trying to keep order here listen to that eh? you want to host it next week <laughs> um it might not be bad as it goes a win yeah. at home to Brighton hosting the pod that might go. not be bad. That might, that might not be bad. bad. Yeah. Not available, but yeah. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> yeah, I think, listen, as, as, if we can stay on the same vein with the tightness of the squad that we have with, hopefully, an additional two, 
and, and none. I say none leaving in January. Yeah. Honestly, I say yeah, none no, leaving in January. Um, then why would we not? You know, first target will always be to get above the. Is it forty points anymore? Is That's it thirty-eight or what is it? Now? Yeah, now, you know, it? Yeah. first target will always be beyond that, and then everything else past that is a bonus. Some people say, "Well, why do you think like that?" Well, that's the mentality of the football club, yeah. and then we progress from there. Um, and I think that's a massive step. And I think you know, you kind of would be disappointed now if we don't finish tenth, mm. ninth, eighth. Yeah. We're good enough to do we've that. Given ourselves that, yeah. that we're definitely good enough. What we've got to realise: Everton have changed their manager. Arsenal have to come good at some stage. Um, and those those teams, I believe, will pick up points. You just Man United at, around us as well. Right? Yeah. So you look at the states. You just look at the, the squads, and you mm. think, well, they've got to come good somewhere along the line, haven't mm. they? Mm. Um, so that could be a challenge to our state. Sheffield United could, you know, dwindle a little bit and all that stuff. So listen, let's, Wolves, Wolves, Wolves the, the more they go into the Europa yeah. League, it could impact yeah. as well yeah. unless they produce some money to to. You know, to get themselves out of it, but I think we've got just got to remain optimistic, haven't we? Mm. Yeah, it's a good start to the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we normally finish so the season strong. We do mm. normally finish the season yeah. strong. So we put ourselves in a very, very good, good position, position. An odd position, but a good position. All the same. Position. And yeah. do you know what? We are now in a position to go from part three to part four, <laughs> where we're going to. I know. Yes. Uh, we're going to preview. Oh, that Brighton derby. Ooh. When it comes to business and meeting travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold your meeting or the innovative industries that will make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. And when work wraps up for the day, the evening is just getting started. I'd love to tell you about all the 46 Michelin-rated restaurants, or the array of outstanding dishes that'll have you coming back again and again. But executive chef Guillaume Rabine of Lake Nona Wave Hotel can sum it up better than me. Orlando has a world of artisans, so you can try incredible cuisines from across the globe. It's so true, and there's so much more. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at orlandoforbusiness.com. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. How was, how was the break? This one wasn't as good as the last one. The last one energised me. Just, it's a bit yeah. long, that one. Yeah. 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 Which means that we haven't got a lot of time in this we section. We've got yeah. about three minutes. <laughs> I don't know how you work that out. <laughs> 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 well, look, it's, we don't normally... It's actually, my eternal clock, Troy. <laughs> we don't normally spend very long previewing games on this pod because most of us, I think, have come from the approach that if we play well, we'll win. If we don't, we'll win, we'll lose, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is Brighton, yes, and it is a big game, and we have had, you know... Uh, that win at Burnley, the win against Bournemouth, we're putting setting ourselves into into a good position. As we were talking about earlier in the pod, uh, it's it's an evening game. It's under the lights at Sellers, which, as we know from the Bournemouth game, you know, it's always a special occasion. Yeah. Um, and we've had a few questions about it. Andrew Adams says, "What would our team be?" Um, and Matt a winning Mi- team. <laughs> and Matt Mitch, <laughs> nice. And Matt Mitchell says, "Will Brighton be the same thuggery as Watford?" And are we ready for it? I mean, these derby games that they're, they're difficult for players, aren't they? Sometimes because they have to treat it as another game, whereas we, the fans, are treating it as the game. Yeah, they do. But there's a lot of them. The rivalry has been built up, hasn't it? And it'll be weird if you didn't feel that rivalry, mm. you know. So um, this is a different Brighton team than what we've played recently. You know, yeah. new manager, yeah. different style. They will want to come and play football. Yep. Could be good for us. Them being open and trying to play football at our place. I don't think they're going to be anything like Watford. No, although they still have a few players who obviously, you know, we sing songs about a couple of them. So mm. who will want to get fired up and who will want to, you know, leave something mm. on someone and stuff like that. So, but I think it's going to be a different game to probably what we've witnessed before. You know, and listen... <laughs> The Brighton fixtures away have not been best, so no. maybe this one at home, first off, might be the one that actually yeah. turns the fortunes around a little bit and gives us something to celebrate. They have, and they have done well under Potter. To be yeah, and they had a good result at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, winning at Arsenal. Um, you know, <laughs> but you know, I mean, but we're we're going into that game in a good frame of mind. Yeah, um, we've got a lot to, you know, we need to get them back for last season, and, and I think. Yeah, yeah we was... need to get them back for last season at home last season, you know. And away. And away. Two of our most disappointing games. Yeah, of the uh, season. And, you know, and we've got enough players in our squad 
who know the history yeah. of the game, who've been involved in these games mm. before, which I think counts for a lot. Uh, maybe some of the Brighton players might not really know the importance of it. You know, it'd be one of those where, oh, I didn't realise it was that important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll play. Obviously, we've got Roy, who knows the, the, about the game. Wilf will be fired up. Andros will be fired up. I think all the regulars who've been around for a few mm. years will know the importance of it. And, you know, they know what the fans want. They also know how, and you mentioned as well, Troy, earlier on, about the fans at the Bournemouth game, how they you know got behind the team, mm. and they know how much it helps the team. Yeah. So if if they get out there the first 10-15 minutes and do what they should be doing and just go hell for leather, that's the, the one. crowd will get behind them, yeah. and that's where we. That's, that's it. the one. Do you remember the three two? And I know if Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, Brighton scored two goals. I think we were only two shots or only two attacks that day. Mm. We were at them. Mm. We from the minute go, we were at them, and we. We didn't give them time to breathe. And I think we switched off a little bit because of that and we yeah. allowed them to score. But yeah. I think that's got to be our approach. It's got to be. To get down, get the juggler down. Because they all want to pass, pass, yeah, pass, sure. pass. Yeah. If we get in their faces, like like you say, like we had to do at Bournemouth and, exactly. and win the ball high. I saw a difference in us, Bournemouth. Um, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but Andros pushed high. Ayu pushed high, Zaha pushed high when they were trying to play the ball out from the back. And we right. were trying to influence taking the ball. So we were pressing high, trying to influence getting the ball higher up the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think we did. We won it, you know, maybe not first stage, but definitely second stage, which allowed us to then get on the ball higher up the pitch a lot earlier. Obviously, game plan had to change because of, of Sacco sending yeah. off. But I hope Roy uses that again. Mm. On on, And that's not always been kind of, you cannot always see that in our game. So I hope Roy uses that again in terms of let's press high. They'll want to play, but let's try and, if we don't hit, win it first phase, let's win it second phase. Mm. And let's get our forward-thinking players on the ball, yeah. higher up the pitch yeah. to create more danger. And I think that's an important tactic to use at home, you know, with the fans yeah, behind exactly. you yeah. and under the lights. That is a sort of ta- Away from home, we know how Palace play and we know how effective we are at home. I think that's the way to approach yeah. it. Yeah. And hopefully they will. And I think we'll probably see Gyro at left-back. Are we thinking after after the weekend? I think he. I think so. Yeah. Probably yeah. earned that. Earned a start. If if Slop is definitely out, I don't. Is he definitely out? I don't know. Right. So if no. he's definitely out, then Jairo yeah, yeah. to come in. Yeah, without yeah. doubt. Good stuff. Uh, and a Palace win. Well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the podcast. Really? Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Those uh, breaks took up all that time. Yeah, I know. I know. We've, 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 we've got to cut the breaks down, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I know, it's terrible. Um, James, thanks for being on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, as ever. Uh, Troy, it's been great to have you back on. Hesitated there, did you? I, know, yeah. I didn't know what to say. I was going to mention about his hair matching the walls again. Oh, I, thought, I can't do it twice on one pod. That's because not fair. It's, it's not, yeah, you it's don't not want, fair. You don't I'm better visual, than that. You don't want visual jokes no, I don't. On, a, on an audio podcast. I don't do any jokes. Um, Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on, mate. No worries. It's been no really worries. Good. No worries. Absolute pleasure. Uh, and can I say as well, with all your work you do for, for Kick It Out and everything like that, Doing fantastic work. Keep at it. Kicking it out. Kicking it out. Really, it's really important. I know we haven't spoken about it today. No, that's um, fine. But it's, it's really good to get away from it I sometimes. Exactly. Oh, that was shut up then. I was exactly thinking you might want to talk about it, but it is. I know there's a lot of people that really appreciate what you do. Thank you. So, so keep at it. And that's it. Thank you for listening. There'll be a post-match pod, of course, from Celeste on Monday night, and then the main pod next week. But other than that, enjoy your week, and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.